Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott, alongside, as always, hello, Scott. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Oh, man, it's uh, it's going really well, I gotta say. I'm uh, enjoying my summertime here, and I'm enjoying all the trips that I've taken, uh-huh. but I'm also ready for curling to start. It's sort, sort of starting to drive me crazy. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Like, like, ah, I, I just want curling back. Yeah, so curling's been gone for a few months now. We've been running through episodes. But, you know, it, you do get to the point where you want to just go and play, right? You just want to go throw rocks. And I know there's been some camps going on mm-hmm. across the country. We've seen on Twitter the the various camps that happen. I think Reed Carruthers has been involved in one. The Holman team, I don't think theirs has happened yet. There's, I think, a couple weeks from now in August, but they have one. There's certainly a lot of stuff going on around the country, but the regular league play for us typical club players doesn't start for a little while yet. Right, Sean. And so in, in the meantime, until this uh, curling season really gets going, what is, what is a curler supposed to do? Right, so that's what we're going to talk about. What do curlers do in the summer? What can they do to fill their time? Because obviously, you do not want to spend the time that you would spend at the curling club with your family. Oh, uh, no. You know, Come on. That's just a non-starter. That's why you curl, is to get away from your family. Except for you and I, where, where yes. curling is when we see each other. So. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah but so, but then we don't have to see each other at other times. Exactly. We so. kill uh, two birds with one stone, that's the saying? Yeah, so it works out. It works out pretty well. So we're going to talk about what, what works well for curlers in the summer. And it's weird, too, because I put this on Twitter, on the Game of Stones Twitter this week. My office, there's a sign out front that warns you about falling ice and snow. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Which is, I know you can't take those signs down during the summer. It's just not practical to do it. But it feels so weird, especially now here in the nation's capital. There's a heat warning going on. Yeah. It's, it's crazy hot. Uh, which is mildly disappointing for me, you know, just coming off of a long weekend, which wasn't a long weekend for me, right? Because I work on the Quebec side, and it's just—it's so weird to think about ice and snow, uh, but it is coming. It's Winter, coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. So certainly, in, in talking about what curlers do in the the summertime, obviously there is one obvious one that comes to my mind. It's. Which, podcasting about curling right obviously right that's how we've spent <laughs> that's how we've spent our summer for yeah. sure uh, but the obvious one and a lot of clubs do this and and not just clubs but certainly players the jacobs team just recently had their uh, golf tournament so obviously i think every club that i've been involved in has had a golf tournament right i mean golf is probably the number one because it's seasonal yeah so you can go right from the ice to the links and back there's a little overlap Usually mm-hmm. more so in the fall than in the spring. Yes. But that, I think, is the, the number one thing that curlers, in my experience, tend to look to. You're, you're right about that, Sean. And we know uh, there's many prominent curlers that have also been golf pros or worked at golf shops uh, because, uh, like you say, it's seasonal, right? So, oh boy, I'm curling all winter. Uh, I don't have anything to do in the summer. Oh, I better, might as well be a golf pro. I know... Uh, I worked at North Alton Golf and Country Club there, and Joe Franz yeah. was uh, a good example of that. He would do greenskeeping in the 
in the summer and he was the ice the ice maker in the winter yeah. so you know uh, it's it's a pretty natural fit you know uh, uh some of us though we're not so uh great at golf <laughs> uh go out and hack it around a couple times a year but uh uh, you're pretty good, Sean. So do you, would you say that's one of your, uh, I like playing. I don't play that much living in the city here without a car. It's kind of hard to play yeah. that, that frequently, but I do enjoy it. I find it relaxing, usually more than curling, relaxing a little bit, especially if I'm playing the back end, I find right. golfing way more relaxing mm-hmm. than, than curling uh, or playing the back end at curling. But yeah, I, th- I think it's just a fun activity. You get outside, you know, because one of the things in the summer is, you know, if you're a curler, at least, your or one of your recreational activities is an indoor activity, mm-hmm. right? If you ski or snowshoe or whatever it is, snowmobile, those are outdoor activities. So at least yes. you're getting outside. But if you're curling, you're inside the whole time. So I like summer activities where I can be outside. So some speaking of some other summer activities where you can go outside... Uh, you had a photo on the Game of Stones Twitter feed uh, a couple weeks ago, and you were at a waterfall. Yes. So you took the opportunity to go to Vermont and go hiking for yeah. a little bit. Went for a hike with uh, our friends Dean Moser and Ryan Stammers. Mm-hmm. We went, and there was a little waterfall up near Stowe, Vermont, which you know. There, I do. The Alchemist Brewery is there. I do. It's a great brewing country. And the Von Trapp family brewing company is up there uh. as well we went to their beer house uh for a, a flight while we were up there but yeah so we went on a hike into the woods into this little uh to this little waterfall it was really cool take your shoes off stand in this little creek uh just where there's like not i i would use the word rapid but that makes it sound grander <laughs> than it than it is but it was enough that it, when you put your feet there you're standing on the rock and the water's going down that it felt like a little foot massager. Ooh, right which on. Was, which was pretty cool. So, yeah, you can get out, you can get into the woods. What I like about being in the woods, uh, and not like the woods woods, but like the woods where there's trails and stuff, <laughs> uh, is that it's shaded the whole time. That's true. So when we were out there in Vermont, you even noticed there was a, a 5 to 10 degree difference in temperature between being in the sun versus mm. once you got into the woods there. So that's a really nice part of it that you're yeah. not out in the sun where sometimes when you're playing golf if you're at a course that doesn't have a lot of trees you're playing a lynx style oh, type course yeah. you're out in the sun all day so that's a good thing about being in the woods another one is you, know, you get that little inner kid thing in you you get to at least at that spot we were climbing on rocks doing stuff dean almost died as a result of it fortunately he was okay oh though. dear yeah he fell off a rock <laughs> so you got to be careful with what you're doing yeah but yeah you just get out and, and i really enjoy that as well Right on, right on. And I'll say I don't, but, you know, I like going for walks uh, different places all around uh, around town. So I understand the appeal of going on a hike. Uh, and another thing that goes with going on a hike, Sean, that's going camping. Sure, camping. Why yeah. not go camping, eh? No, Scott, I've known you my whole life because um, we're brothers. When have you gone camping? I went camping one time. Uh-huh. Uh, with my ex-girlfriend. Uh-huh. It was her idea. <laughs> and as a result, I, I uh, participated. My favorite part of camping, there weren't many, but my favorite part 
was cooking on an outdoor grill, like on the fire right. itself. So we built a fire, you know, and we we bought some uh, steaks and potatoes and and root veggies and stuff, and we made like a like a pouch, a foil pouch to cook the potatoes and veggies and stuff. And then at the campground, there was a grill that would go over the fire. So we grilled up steaks and right. uh, ate them. And oh man, ooh, that was tasty. That was my favorite part. I'll say sleeping on the ground, it's not my jam. <laughs> uh, my back can't take it. <laughs> Even with an air mattress, uh, no thanks. Uh, but I've, I've known a lot of people uh, that do like camping. Uh, being in Canada, you know, it's uh, one of the things to do. It's a very popular activity. Yeah, one of Certainly. my friends last weekend, a couple weekends ago, they, they went camping and she said the girls rented a motorboat. <laughs> Hey. It was canoe in camping. Okay. So you got to bring all your supplies on the canoe. And the girls this time, they'd been going for a long time. And the girls decided, we don't want to row. <laughs> we'll, we'll like uh, rent a motorboat to get everything, okay. all our supplies there. So it's cheating a little bit. A little bit, but uh, whatever. You okay. still get to the campground and and uh, you have some beers. You have uh, some laughs. Hopefully a fire, fire bans on in a lot of places, which uh, tends to yeah to ruin the fun a bit. But you know, uh, it can be it can be a good time. Yeah, it can be. I'm, I'm talking myself into it. Maybe go, I'll go go camping, get yourself a tent, and head out into the woods. Oh and boy, do your thing, Survivor Man style. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, I'll just I'll watch that episode of The Office where Michael where he goes, goes out. out. <laughs> He's out there for six hours and almost kills himself. Yeah, yeah, that'll be my my camping experience. <laughs> Uh, so uh, another thing that I, I think, you know, a lot of these things, at least in Canada here, are, are seasonal activities. You know, our, our friends out in California, for instance, they're, they're not quite as limited in what they can do True. in the winter outdoors as perhaps we are. But another thing that is certainly seasonal here, and now from your experience, of course, this is not seasonal out on the West Coast, certainly on Vancouver Island, but softball is another right. one, right? We play softball. And I think softball might have the most parallels to curling for me. Ah, as a summer activity, you mean. Yeah, yeah. as a summer activity. Okay. So if you're in a rec league, mm-hmm. you know, you can play once a week. You go, you play the game. Nobody really cares about what the result is. <laughs> you get the occasional person who's kind of a jerk about it and gets too upset and starts yelling and screaming. But ultimately, no one really cares. <laughs> Because you're what, not talking about me, right? No, 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 not in this case. <laughs> I am not. Um, but yeah, most people don't really care. And then you're usually going to have a, a beer afterwards or hang out with the team afterwards yep. and just relax and, and hang out the same way you would at curling uh, with or without alcohol. You're just hanging out yeah. and, and just taking, taking the time to just sit and relax. So I think that to me is the biggest parallel between curling and uh, or, or between any sort of summer activity in curling. I think you're right, Sean. That's a really good point. Uh, softball's always been something I really like doing. I played baseball growing up, as did you, and it, it's really fun to me to just get out there and hit the ball, run the bases, uh, have a beer after the game. As you say, uh, some leagues, like our league that we're in, has an affiliation with a, a pub, so you can go to get, get beers at the pub after. And yep. You played in a league where everything you spent at the pub sort of a percentage added up on a tab for the team and at the end of the year you had a big party yeah we got i think 10 percent back of everything we spent as a, a credit and at the end of the year yeah we all went back and uh i was 
somewhat surprised at how much money we had available to us. <laughs> it was a little shocking to Ooh. me, but we had pretty much everyone would go. Plus, one of the, the couples who was on the team had three kids who were usually uh, there. So the kids so they would, would come. come. They would come. Ha- they would eat, especially after the early games. Mm-hmm. You're having dinner there. So and we had a couple people who would sort of come and just hang out with us there. Mm-hmm. So we had most nights between, you know, 10 and 15 people mm-hmm. there. So you get that adds up. Everyone spends 20 bucks, right? So that can sure. add that uh, and 20 is low for what we were spending per person. So it adds up pretty quickly and and it it does sort of make it kind of congenial and fun and sure. You get to know each other whereas with other activities I find it it's I don't know, maybe it's just cuz you're on a team, right? And being on a team can be fun. You, you get to know people, and yeah. certainly with softball, they're bigger teams than, than curling teams. Yeah. And our experience this year is, I only knew one other person on the team, mm-hmm. and we come in and you meet all these people, and you hope they're all cool. And we're fortunate that they're all pretty good this year. Yeah, uh, and and no one's a jerk. So yeah, know, we we lose most of the time, but who cares? Another another great thing is that I find is you tend to meet people that you might not otherwise meet yeah. on those sorts of teams, unless you go in with all your friends, which is another kind of fun, you know. But uh, when I played in Montreal and I lived in Montreal, I met this great group of people that I definitely never would have met otherwise, other than playing softball. I had so much fun hanging out with them. Even outside of the off the diamond, you know, we'd hang out, and it was always really, really fun. Sometimes they'd get in trouble because they were all... <laughs> A lot of bartenders in the crew, but uh, uh, that shot of Jameson as you go to the bar is never never the sign of a good night, but uh, well, sometimes. So, yeah, it's these it's like cool relationships that you get to make, similar to curling, right, where you meet people that you might not otherwise meet at the curling club. Yeah, and the same thing with your opponents, too. You, yes. Depending on the size of the league, you can get to know people on the other teams yes, and you hang out with them, yes. and it's, yeah, it's just sort of a... A relaxed thing for sure and, and the league we're playing in this year we've played a few teams twice already so yeah you know once those teams come back around you get a little more familiar you say hey come and o- come on over hang out after the game yeah you can meet a lot of different people for sure so what else i know you have a list here scott that you've created on on fun summer activities well if you're if we're gonna just talk about things that i like to do sure yeah go for it uh pub trivia sean okay summertime is a time when a lot of people stop going to pub trivia, right? Because they're they think, oh, it's so nice outside. I I should experience nature, whatever. You're but just, you just you just talked yourself into going camping, and now you're denigrating the whole idea of outside. Well, I'm camping on the weekends, but during the week, <laughs> during the week, uh, it's a good opportunity if you've never played pub trivia before uh, to go because. Perhaps the competition wouldn't be as fierce as it would be on a cold February evening. Okay, interesting. Right? When everybody's thinking, oh, what am I going to do tonight? Uh, I guess we'll go to the pub because it's too cold to do anything else. And the competition could be uh, much more fierce. Okay. So, pub trivia, always fun. It's available, I'm sure, in every city. Yeah. We have a league in, in Ottawa, Ottawa Trivia League. Yep. And... Uh, it's it's super super fun. Uh, lots of prizes, lots of good times. I've played trivia when I was in Australia. I would go to a bar and just play random trivia to meet people. Right. You know, and and it worked. Right. It was always really fun. So I recommend pub trivia 
a lot, even if you don't know anything, you think, you, oh, I don't know anything, I don't know anything, you'll know something. Yeah, you probably will, and it's, you're right. It can't be fun just to sit around and, like, talk. What I like about trivia, it, it depends on the type of league, right? Like, if it's a question where you either know it or you don't, I find it less fun. Okay. But I like questions where you can try and reason and sort of talk right. with the other people about what it could be. Yeah. If yeah. it's just, like... You know who who, who ugh, I, I don't even know. Like we one at Friends trivia once the Friends theme trivia. It was what was Rachel's hotel room number when they were in Barbados. Right. Like oh. that's a, like you can't talk about that. No, it's you no. know it or you don't. Like there's no way to talk around that. So I like questions where you can sort of talk around it. Yeah. So you go. I think you like pub trivia probably way more than anyone else I know. That's <laughs> like fair. You, you that's really fair. love pub trivia. I do like it and. I, I don't know if I, I'm not very good at it. I wouldn't say I, I don't think like our team is the best team. We've won a few times, but not not often. Right. So I just like going and and being challenged a little bit, challenge your brain, and and see what's up. Speaking of, do you want to go play Brooklyn Nine Nine trivia? I don't really watch the show, so I don't know if I would be a great shoot. Any con- any listeners out there, if you're in Ottawa and you want to play Brooklyn Nine Nine trivia, we got to sign up a team soon. So uh, okay. I'm looking for players. There you go. Wow, right. I've never done that. I wasn't even planning on doing that. <laughs> so yeah, if anyone is a diehard Brooklyn Nine Nine person, as it makes its shift from Fox to NBC, Nine Nine. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, pub trivia is one. That's again, but that's something that goes on all year. Yes, and yes. Again, again, an indoor activity. I would say, Scott, even just. Something that I enjoy in the summer are just backyard barbecues. Oh, yeah, backyard like just, barbecue. Just hanging out, whether you're playing uh, cornhole or mm. washers. I love washers. Playing washers, uh, yeah. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, if you don't know what washers is, I don't even know if that's what it's actually called. It's what I call it. Uh, you have a box, two boxes, and uh, some oversized washers, metal washers, and you put a can or some sort of cylinder in the middle of each box Mm -hmm. and you throw them. And if you land in the box, the outside part of the box, you get a point inside part of the box or the, sorry, the cylinder, two points. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you bounce it in, it's negative of that. You can also, there are some that I've seen that have three levels. So there's like an outside inside and then the cylinder as I've played with uh, Aaron boys. It's the style that he has. Holy cow. So it goes one, two, three points. Fancy. It's just, you, I could just sit there. I find it mesmerizing. Toss the just washers throw in the washers because people have different strategies. Yeah. If you want to go Frisbee style, oh. if you want to flip it, uh, it really depends on what your strategy is and, and how you want to land it. Like one of the boxes this time had a rotten bottom or the bottom was starting to rot. It was a little softer. Uh-huh. So uh, if you so land you... it on the Frisbee, it'll, it'll just sort of die. Yeah. Whereas the other box that wasn't starting to rot, uh-huh. you, it, it, if it would land flush, it would be more prone to bounce out. Okay. So it's, you know, there's a little bit this, of strategy. Yeah. Uh, so I find that just a fun activity. Just sitting, but even just sitting around though, you have, you have the barbecue appetizers hanging out. And I will say this, my favorite attire to wear uh, is at a backyard barbecue in late August, early September, you know, that Labor Day weekend time. I love it when it's cold enough that I want to wear a hoodie, but not so cold that I need long pants. Yes. That is the perfect weather to me. You know, it's dusk, 
I'm in a hoodie and shorts mm-hmm. sitting around having a couple beers and a burger or a dog or something. That to me is absolute perfection. Well, Sean, then you should you should move to the West Coast because that's basically <laughs> the weather all summer long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a nice like a hoodie at, at night in the evening. Yeah, uh, it's so good. And to go along with your washers there, I was just looking up uh, – that the ladder game, like ladder golf. Oh yeah, that that's super fun to play. Yep. Any of those backyard games, like like cornhole, like you said, uh, it's really really good. Beyond the Pale, a brewery here in town in Ottawa, they had a uh, they called it like a backyard Olympics. Oh, where they had people sign up and they played all sorts of these fun games uh, in the context of. Uh, an Olympiad. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. So uh, all sorts of fun things to do there in the summer. Now, do you want me to go down this list of things I found on the internet? Yeah, go for it. So these are fun summer activities. This is a fun summer activities checklist. We'll go rapid fire style. You can tell me what you think of them. Okay. Okay? One, see a movie in the drive-in. No. No, okay. there's no drive-ins. Where are you finding a drive-in? Well, you know, I find also, one. Also, I don't have a car. Okay. So no. So no. Walk on the boardwalk and listen to the boards creak under your feet. We don't have a boardwalk. All right. Blow bubbles. Oh, yeah, I'm in. You're into I'm blowing in. bubbles? Yeah, our, our cousin Megan, her daughter Ellie uh, just turned two. She likes playing bubbles. Bubbles, bubbles. Um, I love, I, 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 it's so much fun just to blow bubbles and she's like poking them. Uh, yeah, I'm in on bubbles. Bubbles always good. Ride a roller coaster. Yes, if there's no loop-de-loop. So okay. like a like a uh, you don't want one that goes upside down. No, is what you're saying. Yeah, like one that's sort of like the one in uh, Thunder Mountain. Like a wooden one. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I'm in on those. Okay, how about we said golf? How about miniature golf? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in on, on miniature yeah, golf. Absolutely. Actually, maybe we should talk. Let's probably go this week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, win a prize at the fair. No. 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 I watched this thing on CNBC about the expected return on your investment that you're way more uh, it's a much more effective use of your resources if you want the bear to just go buy the just bear. go buy the bear yeah okay you're a real fuddy-duddy hey uh the new york state fair at syracuse uh-huh. labor day weekend yeah also the buffalo bisons yeah and so, uh, uh, of course at the syracuse fair uh, I believe it's a quarter for a glass of milk. It's a long-standing tradition. This is this—it's this weird thing in Syracuse awesome. that uh, for years and years and years, and they lose tons of money on this because everyone goes and gets a glass of milk <laughs> during this fair. Uh, it's just this long-standing, strange tradition. That's another one too. Summer activities. I mean, fairs are more associated with the fall, at least sort of in this part of right. North America. It's more of a harvest festival, yeah, right? But yeah, but those are always a good time. So yeah, state fairs, county fairs, yeah. all over the place, right? And on. like you can find the worst food in the world. And by worst, I mean like the, the foods that'll kill you, Yes, but taste amazing. Mm, yeah. Damn. Wow, I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, what about catch fireflies? No. All right. That's, again, not in the city. I, I don't think I've really ever seen that many fireflies in the city. Okay. How about build a sandcastle at the beach? And then I got to go to the beach. Yeah, the beach sucks, right? Yeah, you get your feet all sandy. And there's sand, sand everywhere. Forever. Yeah, the, I lived in Barbados for a year. I feel as though I got my requisite amount of beach time yeah. for my whole life. I feel like I'm, I'm good with the beach. Okay, okay. We're on to food and drinks now. Okay, this is, this is where the money is. This, this is, is the money. How about eat a whole lobster with your hands? 
Oh, I could market price. I, w- <laughs> I, w- I would try that. I haven't had a, a lobster since the market price incident, but right on. Um, I'd be happy to try. All right, pick berries at a farm. Yeah, I would do that. That's, okay. That seems like fun. You go, you do it, fresh uh, fruit in the house. What about roasting marshmallows over a fire and eating s'mores? I very much enjoy that. Whenever there's a situation where there's a fire, which doesn't happen that often for me. No. But I'm in. In on that. All right. Uh, eat corn on a cob. Once we get to, you know, mid-August. Yeah, it's about right it's now. almost is, now. It's yeah. the time, eh? Yeah. And it's been super hot, so it might be already. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> sip a sweating glass of iced tea. Uh, can I change what's in the glass? To beer? Or even lemonade. Yeah, lemonade's good. Right? Uh, I'm, yeah. All right, what about watermelon? Are you a watermelon guy? Not, I'm not a huge watermelon guy. I had it every day when I was in China uh, because it was part of the breakfast deal at the hotel I was staying at. And because my schedule was such that I knew I wouldn't get to eat again until dinner, uh, like an actual meal, Mm -hmm. uh, I would go to town on the watermelon. Nice. So, but I don't think, I've never purchased a whole watermelon and cut it up myself. Okay. So you're not in on that. Fair enough. One time we bought a watermelon and I uh, used a syringe to infuse it with vodka. Oh, I've heard that's dangerous. And then left it overnight. Now, the problem was that we didn't rotate it properly. So the <laughs> vodka all went to like the bottom of, <laughs> of the watermelon. Uh, anyway, it's a good times at university. Um, buy fresh produce at the farmer's market. Yeah. I'm in on that. Yeah, those are good. You got to be fun. careful, though. There was that CBC report of someone at the market they found them at the just normal place buying oh. regular imported produce taking the stickers off and selling it as if he grew it himself oh boy yeah that's tough that's tough eat a soft serve vanilla ice cream cone yes how about uh, dig your own clams sean dig your own clams go clamming i don't think there's a lot of clam opportunities here in, in you're Ottawa. right you're right but go so. up uh vancouver island the uh, campbell river uh, sort of area yeah i could try clamming I, yeah. I don't i've never tried it so i'd be you gotta you gotta wear those pants that aren't so long right you know so the water can get uh, anyway uh all right now we're talking about relaxing okay uh nap in a hammock yeah i'd say that's nancy's uh yeah, favorite nancy's thing to do, definitely yeah. in on that uh have a picnic at the park picnics i'm not overly crazy about how about sitting on a porch swing? Yeah, I'm in on that. Heck yeah. Stargaze while lying in the grass? Yeah. Well, yeah. in the grass. Maybe bring a blanket. Yeah, I'd bring a blanket. Or even if you're just in a car, you know, like those the, the stereotypical movie thing. You're mm-hmm. lying on the hood of the car, <laughs> looking up at the sky, just wondering what life is. Yeah, right at the, uh, at the airport there, you know, yeah. where the planes land. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about watch the sunset? Sure, depending on where I am. I'm into it. You know, uh, the, the sunsets on Lake Huron there, pretty darn good. Okay, there you go. Uh, dangle your feet off a dock. Yeah, I love doing that. Doing that's great. Uh, go to an outdoor concert. Depends who it is. Sure. And sort of what the setting is. What if, if it's free? What if there's a free concert? Still and, depends. It, okay. Because I don't, want, I don't like summer concerts outside where you're standing up and there's a lot of people around. If it's like a, a, a more of a, a concert that's on the grass and everyone's bringing chairs, then I'm in. Okay. Okay, that's fair. I will give you... There's there's like a hundred more <laughs> of these things. So I'll give you four more, okay? okay? Four more. How about... Give me a go fishing. No. 
not, not for me. Not not for you? No. But it can be pretty relaxing if you get out early enough. and. Yeah, I, I understand why people enjoy it. I just don't want to do it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna say toss a Frisbee. Yeah. How do you feel about tossing a Frisbee? I like Frisbees. I'm in on it. And, you know, what we didn't talk about when we were talking about softball, you put in Frisbee. So right. That's another option, right? The ultimate Frisbee game, you can do that as well. Yeah, tossing a disc, never fu- never uh, bad. Can you can you do one forehand? Can no, you flick I can forehand? only go backhand. All right. you should. Anybody listening out there should check out Rory Scovel's uh, comedy special. <laughs> it's called Rory Scovel Does Stand-Up for the First Time. There's a pretty funny bit about throwing a Frisbee forehand, which I can't repeat on this family show. <laughs> so I will give you take a last-minute road trip. Spur of the moment. Let's go somewhere. Sure, I'm in. Why not? Always into a road trip. Yeah. And last, but certainly not least, Sean, something you and I like to do is go to a baseball game. Yeah, absolutely. Love going to baseball games. More so night games. I'm not a huge fan of the day game. Sure. Uh, Definitely night games, though. Love them. Sit in the crowd. Have something to eat. Got to keep score. At least I got to keep score. And I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and there's teams out there in almost every town, you know. It doesn't have to be a major league game. You can go to any minor league game, uh, independent league. Here in Ottawa, we've got the Can-Am League. It's always fun to go. Tickets are pretty cheap for those kinds of things. So take the family, get out, see some baseball, and get ready for curling season to start. Absolutely, and curling season is about to start. We've gotten some news recently about the World Cup. Some more information about who's going to be playing at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And some teams have also started to put up their schedules as well. So we'll start to look forward to the curling season. I think next week we'll talk about the World Cup a little bit. And in a couple weeks when we're back, we'll look at some of these schedules and how these teams have set themselves up for their events, travel-wise, who's going to play where. Really interesting to sort of break down the this, the way in which they build the schedule as they try to prepare for what all of them hope will be a run to the world championships right on sean so so how much time did we manage to to kill talking about this well, not dumb kill not kill <laughs> like we we i feel as though we talked about this for an appropriate amount of time great um so those are our things those are our sort of summer activities yeah to, to just do when you're not at the curling club uh you know another thing just real quick uh, the Rito curling club in ottawa here for a while rented out the ice shed which is just concrete in the summer of course to the roller derby oh nice and they would i think practice i don't know if they ever played their their games there but they would certainly practice at roller derby we went to roller derby last year yeah i really enjoyed it Uh, the only problem of course is being indoors and uh, arenas surprisingly not really air conditioned (laughs) no so uh a little warm. That's my problem with lacrosse too. Whenever I've been to a lacrosse yeah, game, it's yeah. like it feels like it's forty-five degrees in the arena. But uh, certainly roller derby. If you have a roller derby league in your town, check it out. Check it out for sure. It's certainly a lot of fun. Really so, fun. Uh, so we'll be back next week talking about uh, more curling proper, if you will, uh, as we get into the World Cup and we get back into the swing of things. So Scotty. The season starts. There's some icebreaker spiels in in three weeks. Yeah, the end of August. It so it's it's really coming fast and furious, and we'll get back into the swing of things, breaking down all the games out there on tour, getting ready for the major events, and of course into the season of champions. Right on. As Vic I, makes his transition from <laughs> F1 back to curling. I can't wait, Sean. I can't wait. So 
if you have not yet, please do subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google or wherever it is you get your podcast. Give us a rating. Give us a like. All that fun stuff. You can find us on Twitter at Game of Stones Pod. You can email us, Game of Stones Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what your summer activities are when you're not around the rink. Or for those of you who get to play year round, let us know what that's like too. Because uh, I've never played in a year round league. But I, from the people I've talked to, they say they love it, especially on days like today where there's a heat warning, you go into the cold. Yes. Which is always a good time uh, at this time of year. So let us know what your thoughts are. And until we talk to you next week, keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern.